0: Hello, everybody. My guest this morning is Yuri Kalundi. He's the CEO and co-founder of Weekdone, a weekly team check-in and quarterly OKR goal-setting service, turning any team into superheroes. He's a serial entrepreneur, having started building web-based products in 1994. He's a product guy with a tech background and vast business leadership experience. He's also co-founder of Garage 48 Startup Foundation. Yuri, are you ready to take us to the top?
1: Hey. Nice to be here. You
0: bet. Thanks for joining. Okay, let's get into it. Week done. What do you do and how do you make money?
1: So, uh, basically, we're a team uh, productivity improvement tool. Initially, we started really from uh, weekly reporting, and uh, over the years, actually added quarterly goal setting. So OKRs, objectives and key results. That's really popular now, especially in the US in TechSphere. So basically, yeah, well, our business model is uh, to charge $7 per user per month. And uh, we've been growing from that. That's great. So the average
0: customer pays you about 7 bucks per month? Yes. That's great. And when did you launch the company?
1: Uh, we started actually four years ago.
0: So in, we'll call it in 2013? Yep. And have you bootstrapped or raised capital?
1: We are mostly bootstrapped, actually. So initially we raised around 200K from some friends, but uh, we have been cash flow positive since uh, 2015. Oh, that's great. So 200 grand is all that's gone in the the company. Yeah, we're we're still we're we're still tiny. So we're 12 people. okay, and where are you based? We're based in a tiny Estonia and even a tinier town of 100,000 people, but uh, actually like around 40% of our customers are in the U.S. and all the rest uh, all over the world.
0: So 12 in Estonia, most customers are in the U.S. How many customers do you have total today? A
1: uh, little bit uh, below uh, 1,000 companies. Okay, so we'll
0: call it like 900, something like that? Yeah. Okay, very good. And, uh, and, I mean, tell us more uh, about a customer story and specifically how they're using it. I mean, how do you compete with like, a, like other productivity apps like Trello, Slack, things like that?
1: yeah uh, basically our main kind of buyer is uh, any kind of team leader, and initially when we started, we really were selling for small teams of up to ten people or five to ten people so a team manager wants to get their like direct reports uh, running better and over time actually we have grown uh, from that, so we are starting to have our first like uh, thousand employee uh, users, and most still of our customers are like up to hundred two hundred people. It can be a company with 200 people, but we also have teams in Fortune 500 with 100 or 200 people who just want to kickstart the goal setting, performance management or something like that in their teams. And the big difference with any kind of like task managers, project management tools is we all in our task lists have something like 100 things to do. done is all about like uh, reporting, let's say, five big things you want to tackle this week. Or three to five things you want to tackle this quarter, and then making sure that you get those high-level things done. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, with 900 customers paying seven bucks a month, you're doing about 6.3k right now in monthly revenue.
1: Uh, sorry, uh, seven dollars per user per month.
0: Got it. How many users across the 900 customers? Maybe that's a better question.
1: Yeah. Well, basically our MRR is uh, around 75k, so we are getting to one million ARR soon. Got it. So then to answer
0: my question, you have 900 companies and you have about 10,700 users across all those companies.
1: We actually have very different kind of historic pricing, so um, and that's something I've learned from oh, both Weakton, Weakton and other companies, that uh, we started from like $1 per user, and we all kind of try to be nice with customers, and we always say we never raise uh, prices for existing customers, so we always grandfather them in. But the lesson learned is that I I learned that in my first startup back in 97, actually, that the more we raised our prices, the better we started doing and the more seriously actually customers uh, started taking us.
0: Yep. So how many paying seats are on your platform?
1: Um, around uh, like a little bit below 10,000 employees, I would say probably. Okay, so 10,000 across about
0: 900 logos. Is that fair? Yeah. So average team size on your platform is called around 10-ish, 11, 12-ish people?
1: It's probably actually bigger because I would say like um, we have... Two times fewer uh, customers in 25 user packages than 10, then uh, two times fewer and fewer. But we have quite many, actually, who are nowadays actually hundreds and hundreds of customers. So uh, it's really actually, nowadays. We don't look at the seed numbers so much. We look much more at the customers.
0: Got it. Now, where were you at a year ago? How much revenue were you doing in December 2016?
1: Yeah, we've grown a little bit less than uh, two times, actually.
0: Okay, so you were doing, call it, 35-ish thousand about a year ago?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's correct.
0: Okay, so good growth. Now, with this kind of price point, how are you dealing with churn? What is it today, and, and how are you getting it lower?
1: It's uh, it's very different over customer lifecycle. So quite often, because companies, we still sell a kind of process that companies need to implement in their teams. And uh, there are many who try us out uh, for, let's say, quarterly goal setting for one or two quarters, and they just give up not on the tool, but actually the process of goal setting. Uh And we mainly have to kind of work on those kind of who churn in the first three months, six months. We do quite a lot of kind of training for customers. So we are always happy to do kind of video based uh, screen sharing and training both for the managers as well as employees, how to kind of manage their week better or their quarter better. So it's all about training and uh, I would say kind of getting people to, especially the employees, to understand that it's needed for them, not for HR or the managers.
0: As I'm traveling the world on planes, trains, and automobiles, you you guys hear it, I'm closing loads of different deals, whether it's buying a company, closing a new account for gitlatka.com, you name it, I've gotta do it. And part of my issue is signing documents while I'm on the road. So I just found this new tool, I'm using it pretty aggressively. It's called Sign Easy. So you can get started for free at gitsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. You'll see contracts that I've signed there and boy, oh boy, are they big and they work and the app is so easy to use. Get started today at GetSignEasy.com forward slash podcast. So what
1: is churn right now? Um, I would say kind of, we churn probably around like 50% of customers per year. Five zero? Yeah. Okay. Got it. So,
0: so it's fairly high. Why are they churning?
1: Uh, like I say, many try out or even a weekly reporting, they try it out just for uh, one month and then give up. And we see that actually in the, all of productivity sphere, like me, all of us kind of try it, let's say task managers, but very quickly give up on them. So, so it's kind
0: makes it past like the first month. How long do they stay with you after? Like, what's that cohort look like?
1: It depends a little bit what they come for. Do they come more for, like, weekly reporting? So, or do they come for OKRs? So, we see that the long-term goal setting, which is quarterly, there the churn is much, much lower, actually, for those who do it on a kind of smaller level. So, the the kind of cohorts are very, very different, actually, for different, also, team sizes small teams give up easily. If somebody makes an investment to do it with, uh, let's say 200, 300, 500 employees, they most probably make the investment for one, two years and don't give up uh, so easily. Actually. That's right.
0: That's right. And what are you paying to acquire customers right now?
1: Uh, we like, uh, we don't do actually any paid advertising. So all of our costs are content marketing. So it's basically the cost of, uh, three, four people. And we do most of the content and, uh, mini sites and so on in-house. So that's mostly the cost for us. So
0: how many new customers do you add each month right now?
1: Um, around, uh,
0: fifty. Okay. So you, around 15, you said? Fifty. Five zero. Five zero. Okay. So if you add 50, so let me, let me do the math here. You have 12 people right now. How many people are dedicated to sales and marketing and content?
1: Uh, we have three people in customers, uh, customer success and sales, uh, three people in marketing. Uh, the rest is product. Okay, so that's six people
0: total, kind of just in marketing. If I assume an average salary there of 60 grand a year or about five grand a month, that's 30 grand across your sales and marketing team. And then if I divide 50 customers into that, you're paying out 600 bucks to acquire a customer. Is that about fully weighted?
1: Uh, I would say it's more like uh, 300. So the European salaries are much lower actually than uh, in the US. (laughs)
0: I'm, I'm envious. I'm envious. Okay, so $300 customer acquisition costs. And then Again, you said the average customer is buying, you know, ten or twelve person seats at seven bucks a pop, so seventy bucks a month. So you're recovering that cac in what six, seven months?
1: Yeah, kind of. We try to shoot so that uh, kind of at least uh, we make uh, seven hundred fifty dollars per uh, per customer. So and that's what uh, what the kind of ten person team per, for per, one year would pay per per year per month
0: per year per year per year. Sorry, wait, one hundred and fifty per year. 750. 750 per year. Got it. Okay, got it. So your payback, yeah, your payback
1: period is about seven, eight months, which is a healthy payback yep. period. How do you, um, We've, we've never been uh, able to make uh, paid ads or so work. So the conversion there has been really bad, actually. So yeah, we still experiment, but uh, neither retargeting or Google AdWords or Facebook actually work for us.
0: Yep, yep. Not, not always a bad thing. Um, so okay, good. So with four and again, with with 50% kind of annual churn, the average customer is going to stay with you for 24 months at a $7, you know, per month ish price point. So each seat to you is worth about 247 bucks in lifetime value, right? Yeah, that's correct. Interesting. Um, So how do you, I mean, what do you want to do next with this company? Is it something you're trying to sell and get a quick win or you want to raise a bunch of capital and scale it or just keep bootstrapping it and do a nice lifestyle kind of business?
1: We're kind of big believers into kind of indie businesses. So uh, so I kind of, I like really what uh, Bryce Roberts, the VC, is doing with Indie.vc and many other initiatives where you kind of, there is so much, so many of these kind of bootstrap companies you see nowadays. Uh, Basecamp is a big kind of role model for us, for us, Atlassian and so on. So on. there are these kind of companies. I think it's more about like where the product is taking us. And uh, while we started from like features, we are, have become now or are becoming like a full continuous performance management suit. So we are going more into selling to HR departments, CEOs, larger companies, and so on. Uh, so uh, going kind of upstream there is very important for us. But uh, yeah, with our co-founders, like uh, we sit down each quarter and discuss, should we raise financing? And each time we have said that, no, we like this uh, lifestyle. At How many currently. co-founders we do you
0: have? We have three. Three. Wow. Okay. So you guys, I mean, you're not paying yourselves a huge salary right now.
1: Uh, well, for European standards, actually, we are doing actually quite
0: well. So. Oh, okay, so you're happy with that. Now, let me ask you a question. I know this space very well. I have, a, I have a wealthy friend. You know, a lot of the people I surround myself with are in kind of banking or they do M&A a lot. Uh, that would like write easily a $1.5 million check to acquire your company. Would you sell for that price or no? Definitely not. What, what, how do you think about acquisition?
1: Um, we haven't kind of discussed that actually yet, but I mean, we are kind of serial entrepreneurs ourselves with other businesses. So, I mean, a million dollars for three people wouldn't be life-changing in any way. So, I mean, uh, we can make more from our salaries that way, actually. So what did
0: you sell your first company for?
1: Um, It was quite a mix, actually. So we made some money out of it, but uh, we started it uh, actually back in 2000. So, uh, which was an owner recruitment company, which I expanded in Europe across uh, 10 plus countries, did a lot of mistakes there. Spent huge amounts of venture capital and so on. So much. I'm a little bit, uh, actually, for that time, for like Eastern Europe, Eastern Central Europe, I think it was uh, like. Six seven million or something, but uh, again, kind of, it was big money for that time. Actually, yeah. well, you're a, in. true or false, you made more
0: money on the salary you were able to pay yourself from that company than you did on the exit.
1: Uh, not really, actually, because uh, no, I made more actually on the exit side. But uh, today, actually, yeah, I probably kind of, I'm quite happy with the salary. So, side you, as well, so, so, so
0: you sold, so you sold that first company then for for at least you know one and a half to two X that what you rate, I mean, you sold it for at least 12, 15 million bucks.
1: Actually, a little bit lower than that. But of course, their liquidation preferences were very kind of uh, strange, actually, with a large uh, set of uh, investors there and founders on different levels as well.
0: Very good, Yuri. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what is the last business book that you read?
1: Um, Last business book was the uh, kind of I'm not sure if it's business, but uh, the new autobiography of uh, Richard Branson. So I'm a big fan of his. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Jason Fried of Basecamp. Number
0: three, what is your favorite, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool?
1: Um out of niche tools, I'm a big fan of Inspectlet, which is a web session recording tool that I use actually to look now and then of uh, in blind what customers are doing inside week then. Inspectlet? Inspectlet, yes. Interesting. Okay, number four, how many hours
0: of sleep do you get every night?
1: Um, I think sleep is the best drug, so at
0: least seven and a half hours. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, single, dating. Okay, dating. So not married, no kiddos, huh? No kids. Okay. And how old are you, Yuri? Uh forty three. Forty three. Last question. Take us back twenty three years. What do you wish your twenty year old self knew?
1: Um, I would say that uh, you can uh, tell no to many things in life. So focus and rather do fewer things uh, better than uh, trying to do everything. There you guys have it from Yuri. Say no more often. He sold his first company,
0: that he launched in 2000 for a little less than 12 million bucks. He then launched Workday back in 2013. Sorry, not, you'd love to have Workday, <laughs> wouldn't you, right? Sorry, week done, week done. He launched week done, his new company, back in 2013. His team of 12 in Estonia are making weeks more productive for over 900 teams, spanning over 10,000 paid seats that pay seven bucks a pop, doing about 75 grand a month right now in revenue, up from 12 months ago in December 2016, doing just 35 grand. So healthy growth, churns high at 50% annually, but they're working on bringing that down and CAC to LTV ratio is super, super healthy as they look to continue to scale. Yuri, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Thank you, Nathan.